Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. Coming up on a Friday, Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Save that. Save that. Halfway home on a Friday, Friday, it's Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan. Been a uh, long week, a good week, had a lot of fun this week, certainly, uh, but it's good to be here on Friday with just a couple hours left to go on Shohei Otani Watch. Basically just watching to see where he goes as long as it's not L.A. Was it a good week? I don't know. I thought we had a pretty good week on I the mean, show. the Juan Soto news is a gut punch, even if you know the Padres yeah. had to do it. Even if you liked the trade, it's still a gut punch of a week. It was. I, I meant more like our show, I think. Just was, personally, I'm, I'm, personally, you felt, I felt professionally pretty, pretty satisfied yeah, this I thought, week. That okay. was a pretty right. good week. I thought last week was well. I thought maybe the six weeks before that weren't so much. But I thought, kind of back on track. The last six weeks have <laughs> we not had, been good? But before last week, mm-hmm. yeah, there was we were just between the end of the season and a little, and bit, little bit of a rut before last. Yeah, week. That was me. It was that's how I felt. Okay, you know, so that's just a, I'm I'm very self critical, uh, as you know, very critical, hard of myself. But um, you you were fine. Thanks. Yeah, appreciate your v- validation. Yeah. How'd I do, Paul? You did great. Ah, yes, you did great. This is this is a me thing. This is a this is a beat myself up uh, well, forever. Let me just say to you to put your mind at ease. I mean, you've been better for sure, yeah. but uh, you weren't terrible. I wasn't great over the last six weeks. I, I don't think you were terrible. I was not getting uh, of the rest that I needed. This 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 job requires rest. You have to rest your brain and reset your brain. I and mean, I wasn't getting it. And I uh, feel a little bit better. Got back in the gym. You know, that always makes you feel better. Those endorphins are real. And it sucks because you know, no, it's, I will feel better after I do this. This is going to suck, but I know I will feel better. I always do. Not, not, not 80% of the time, 90% of the time. It's 100% of the time. Drive to the gym, drag yourself inside, do your workout, and you're like, I feel better. And I knew I would. And uh, it's sometimes just hard to get through it. Yesterday was one of those days. I drove past the gym and I looked at it and I said, I'm not going today. Because so quit asking. I'm not coming in there. So. Did it look like it was I'm not going to. So quit asking. I was listening to. Woodsy, I'm right here. I'm oh, yeah. the gym. I looked at it. I, and I looked at it and I go, nope, not today. I, I'm not going to. So quit asking. Yeah. I had a. I was listening to. Uh, Paulie and I are big Howard Stern guys. And he lost somebody, a member of the show. A member of the show, but it was it was a caller to the show, but it was his best friend, essentially, Ralph Sorella. 
and he passed away, 58 years old. They're like 12 years apart, and when Howard moved to New York and was doing radio, this kid in high school yeah. was like, his mom was driving him to school, Listening and he would call to in, He'd call in to the Howard Stern Show, and he ended up working with him. Ended and up being, being on the show. now this is the funny part, because when you listen to Howard, so, so I was listening to his... Um, his remembrance of the basically the on-air obituary for Ralph, I couldn't peel myself away. And that was 90% of the reason I didn't want to go to the gym because I wanted to go get a sandwich and listen to this. And I listened to about three and a half hours of it. <laughs> and it was such – it was so compelling. It's just – it's so – such compelling radio. I couldn't t- tear, myself, tell, ugh, tear myself away from it. So I was like, I'm not going. And I felt like crap most of the day. Um so that's what I did. In, instead of, of getting a, a lift in, as it were, I listened to that, and it was just really, really good. But it's funny to hear him because Howard's talking about Ralph was like his stylist. <laughs> he did his hair. And I thought I, it, it always makes my mind wander, like, what if Ben had like a st- stylist and and was like fixing your hair <laughs> and primping you like during the show? Oh, the old days of TV. They had that. The You know. The person who would just put on that last dab of makeup right before they, you know, five, four, and they're they're running in with a little makeup. I've never lived through that era of television. I've only seen it in the movies or on television shows about television yeah. shows where people run in to fix that last piece of hair that's out of place or just you're just a little shiny right here. Let's hit that up. I never had that in TV. And then I was watching a clip uh, yesterday, an old, old clip. Don Imus was interviewing Mike and the Mad Dog. Oh, I saw that. You see this? Yeah. And Mike and the Mad Dog were talking about how <laughs> they bought two racehorses. <clears throat> and all I could think to myself was there was a time in this business that it paid you well enough that you could go buy racehorses. Not one, but two. Now it's New York. They kind of invented this, what we're doing here. And I just thought to myself, What if we made racehorse money? We don't. We don't make racehorse money. Our racehorse money would look like it would be like a donkey. We would have a donkey apiece. Uh, But but I was just I was kind of in the uh, the radio. Maybe we buy one of those dogs for the dog track down in Tijuana. Maybe a a greyhound. Yeah, yeah, perhaps (laughs) a little more affordable. We probably have to split it. (laughs) No, and I'd probably end up doing most of the work on it. So I'm going to pass on it. I'd have to go down and check it out. You're busy. You have another job. The whole thing. <laughs> but uh, no, so I, that's what I did yesterday. And I knew I would feel better if I worked out. And I still said, no, I'm not doing it. I was bummed. You know, something that actually bummed me out yesterday. And you're going to say, oh, Ben wants to talk golf again. John Rom going to live yesterday bummed me out. And not because I'm giant John Rom fan or hate live so much. It bummed me out. If you saw the story, he's taking, some people say, up to $600 million four to, six. To, to go to live on a multi-year deal. And it didn't bum me. I mean, I, I'm starting to lose interest a little bit, even in professional golf now. I don't want to watch live, but the PGA Tour keeps getting worse and worse every day. So where am I left with? But that's not why I was bummed. I was bummed because it feels like Anybody can be bought now. I mean, this. I know I could. You know, I've, I've, could you turn down that kind of money if it was if it was offered to you, Woods? You often say you would never leave this market, San Diego. You love it here, but if the Saudis came to you and said, <laughs> "We love we love the Ben and Woods show," 
and we're going to give you $400 million for the next four years to do the show. And then after that, you can do whatever you want for the rest of your life. Where do I have to move? Probably so. Well, actually, I mean, if you're John Rom, you can do the show remotely. You can still do it here. You live here. You do it from a studio in your house. Now, see, set it all I've up never for said. You. you know what I've said? I said I wouldn't. I don't want to move markets, so I don't think that would happen. But what I wouldn't do is take a million dollars a year to go play top forty. I couldn't. I couldn't bring myself out of. And that's a. That's a lot more money. And they're not that. asking John Rom to do anything other than play golf, right? That he already does. But it's not the golf he wanted to play. And I saw his. He did a news conference. He did an interview, and like the rest of them. They all look like almost like hostages. They a little go, bit. In, they they go look a little in, embarrassed. They go in. They look embarrassed, sheepish, and they say, "You know, I hope people will still like me and respect me. I just had to do this for my family. It was too good of an offer to pass up." And they've all kind of said the same thing. And it's so unpleasant and so unappealing to know that even people who have tons of money, when someone with that much comes with at you, and it's just what what can you say? Like, we're going to back up this entire 27 Brinks trucks worth of money for you because we want to get what we want. And no one can say no to that. Yeah. And I mean, again, it, for me, it's it's money. Making money is awesome. It's the it's great. And I've, You could I, get racehorses. I, I, you could get that racehorse <laughs> money. I make more money now than I did when I started, certainly. Um, and I've earned that money, you know. But it's for me, it's about the the – the passion of what I I can do. I could probably do it for six months and then it would be so I had my own show and I was so miserable by myself. I was so And, and I think miserable. John Rahm's going to be somewhat miserable on the live tour. Do you? I think he loved the PGA tour. He did, but I don't he know. Lo- you know, I mean, he talked you about it with, in, so passionately. I love, you know, Riviera and the history and I want to win Arnold's tournament at Bay Hill and I want to win the Memorial and he'll still get to play the majors, obviously, because he won the Masters and he's qualified for all of them. So he'll probably just focus on those. But I think he's going to end up being bummed when he goes to play in the, you oh, know, five hundred million. Well, yeah, reminders that's the thing. Of why he's, you know, said, the problem with him though is he he did the bit. He did what you can't do. He said, "I'm never he did going." I make enough money. I can get by the rest of my life with what I already yeah, have. And I'd be perfectly and happy. I'd be perfectly and happy. He would be. That's when it that's when they get you. And and he still got got that's what hurt me so much. Because he, he said still got got I have enough for the rest of my life. Yeah. I don't have to do anything. I play golf for the love of it and yeah. for the competition. And eventually though, they just kept increasing the dollar figure until even John Rom could be bought. And yeah, I don't know. It's just for some to me, it was depressing it to was see that whole story sad. play out and, and yesterday. It was it was a little sad, and I love uh, John Rom too. But yeah, it's a lot of dough. And he again, he's. he's and still, I mean, don't you blame expect him. it from I don't. Phil. Yeah, you, you yeah, knew it was yeah, coming from Phil. Yeah, Phil took took a little delight. And you know what? Yeah. And I I expected it from Brooks Kepka after watching uh, Full Swing when that dude said. <laughs> I was so bad that I never thought I'd make another dollar. Of course I'm taking that money. Of course. I would, didn't think I'd yeah. ever win a tournament and, and again. And he also, you know, bristled at some of the, you know, PGA Tour guys that he never really saw eye to eye with. Yeah. He came from a different background. So, yeah, no, I, I'm not mad at any I'm of them. Mad. I'm really not. No. i do the same thing. I really would. I couldn't, I couldn't say no to that. You not have to... <laughs> Stress about any of your kids ever again or their kids, and you just know it's you've got it forever and yeah. ever and ever. I mean, and all they're asking him to do is play golf. 
It just gets you because you said it. You said yeah. you weren't going, and yeah. you, you went, and that that's when it makes you look bad. Like if I went and took a job with Kiss FM after I said I wouldn't because they pay me a million bucks a year, but you guys, I think you guys know me well enough to go. Uh, he won't. He's not going to make it. I couldn't bring. I couldn't. I couldn't. I bet you could for six hundred million. Well, six hundred million is ridiculous money. But, right. he, but like to go in and have to be like, oh man, did you like? I know you. you guys hear- I know you say that, and I know you believe it. I really feel that way. But what happens if, well, let's say, you know, the I have to Hannah be- loses her job, and you got to support the kids, and you need that money? You would do it because your your family's your most important. Right, guys, thing. Gerald Powell you Woods, would do you got it. that new Olivia Rodrigo super right. coming up next. <laughs> I have to feel fulfilled too. I guess I could. I for my family, yeah. I guess you do I, it for I your family for it. sure. Yeah, but not if I was still here and fine. I would. I could support my family with what I make here. I'm good. I'd be. I'd be fine. Um, but I, that's just a tough, it's tough. Everyone, I'd like to get held to that standard. So I'd like to make that decision someday. Right? That's the latest from Ariana Grande. Right. Coming and up next, you will not believe what this soccer mom in Kansas City had happened to her in the drive. I, I just, Paulie, you know. <laughs> Paulie, you really you, should do that. You guys. really should. Actually. You're already a pro. <laughs> you guys. You what get, happened to her in the Dino, drive? Dino, Dino, dying to know now. Dino, no, nails it. Dino in the chat nails it. He goes, we're all saints in hypothetical situations. Yeah, you are not wrong, Dino. You're not wrong. So easy but to I, take a moral high ground I like in a hypothetical to, situation. I like, to, I like to feel fulfilled, you know, and this fulfills me greatly. So I, I'm, it'd be tough. It'd be really hard for me to walk away and do something else. But You find a briefcase full of $100,000. Do you... you Try to find who it belongs to or no, keep it. Even keep though it. you know no one's ever going to find out. Correct. You do I'm keep kidding. it. All right. Yes. You're being honest. You don't? Well, I mean. What do you hypoth- do? Who lost this? It's 100 grand? <laughs> Hypothetically, yeah, of course. I'll say, yeah, I'll do the right thing. I'll turn it in. But take, when you're, I'm, take, I'm taking that even in, if I know somebody's right behind me watching. Where are you turning it into is the question. You find a briefcase today. You're at the gas station. You fill it up. You look down. There's a briefcase. You go, what the hell? You look around. <laughs> I haven't seen a briefcase in 30 years. Right, because no human being carries a briefcase anymore. <laughs> you put it in your car. You click, click. It opens, and there's $100,000. Combination zero, zero, zero. You open it up. $100,000. You take it to the attendant in the store? No. I would go to the police station. Which one? Just the nearest one? Yeah, probably. The right up the, there's one right yeah, up the there's road. There's one right, right up the road. Guys, I me. found this. Yeah. You would. Oh, I'm throwing it right in the car. But see, if we've all seen if we've all seen the movie No Country for Old Men, you might turn it in because they somebody's missing that money and they're coming to look for you. And it's not going to be No one's just boy. forgetting about no, it. No, they're right. not going to forget about it. Oh, I lost the 100000 I'm sure someone found it and is enjoying it right now. Yeah. You're going through security footage. You're taking extreme measures to find it. God, I know, License man. plate. Oh, I see. Okay, he picked it up. He's got the license plate. Yeah, there's plate. cameras everywhere now. Yep. Maybe you do turn yep, it there's in. There's cameras yep. everywhere. Maybe you turn it in. All, All right, right. I, you can just swayed me. You swayed me. All right, uh, we've got Craig Elston coming up at the bottom of the hour, crossing streams. Uh, his soccers are off to a 1-0 start this season. They got a win in their opener last weekend. The Seals open tomorrow night. Uh, Woodsy will be on the mic at Pachanga yep. Arena and Patrick Merrill, their head coach. What is this, season number This is my, four, fifth, my five, fifth, fifth opening fifth day. Fifth season for yep. the San Diego Seals. Crazy how time flies. feel like they've, they've really done a nice job getting some traction. The support is exciting. Uh, lacrosse. Such I, a fun night. Is uh, is always a good time when you go down there. So we'll talk to Patrick Merrill coming up at 9 o'clock. Rondell Report, everything else to get you to your uh, end of the show and get you into the weekend, hopefully, on a good note. All coming up here after a check of traffic. Bennett Woods on 97.3 The Fan.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Siren Ben Woods brought to you by Smart. And final, this holiday season, shop groceries, baking needs in one trip, and that's it. It's smart and final. Still no uh, news on Shohei Otani, despite some rumblings earlier this morning that the decision could be coming down today. That Toronto seemed, for whatever reason, whatever the tea leaves are, that they're pointing a little more in the Blue Jays' direction this morning. Woods is not that's letting it. himself get Those are excited. The maple leaves, not the tea. Yeah, leaves. that's the maple, the maple leaves, leaves are yeah. pointing in the direction of Toronto. Yeah, no, I just feel I feel once that starts happening, uh, you know what's happening. He's, he's going to be in Dodger blue, and we then we're going to have. You're to... you're envisioning a 2021 trade deadline situation yeah. where you think. Max Scherzer's coming to the Padres, and then all of a sudden he's a Dodger. Yeah, now you're going to think Shohei Otani's going to the Blue Jays, and then all of a sudden he's a Dodger. He's a Dodger. Yep, I really do. If you're the Dodgers, are you panicking this morning and calling back and go, probably not. we'll add another fifty million to <clears throat> probably, the offer? Probably not. I think they probably know they've got him in the bag. You know, you're not panicking. No, I think they, I think they have a deal. The I think Maple I think, there's, you think the Dodgers have a deal. Oh, I think whoever has Shohei Otani has a deal. I think the the deal has been agreed on in principle, and he's and if on you're his the way Dodgers and you don't and, have a deal with him, you're not panicking this morning. No, you you are, but I think that they do. I think, <laughs> so, so that's you fine. think the Blue yeah. Jays are panicking. Some well, no. I, here's the, here's the thing. If I, he's he's done. It's a done deal. It's, this isn't. I don't think today you is. You can't the, talk him out of it at this point. I think it's. I think it's been agreed on in principle, and that's why they're saying it's going to be announced. Today. I would say if that's true, and I, I think you might be right, and it's not the Dodgers. I'm panicking if I'm the Dodgers. Uh, my whole strategy, the last two years, oh yeah, no, was no, built you, around signing Shohei Otani. Wasn't a call, it? If you got a call, what's his, his agent's name? Nev Nel Nez Nez, Nez Balello Nez calls you. And says, he's a Blue Jay, guys, and we're good. We don't want to listen. We're making our travel arrangements right now. Yeah, you're, you're paying. You'll spin it and go, oh, no, we had other 
we had a lot of different options we could go with. That was one plan. We're just going to pivot to our other plan. You can talk about pivoting all you want. Your plan for the last couple of years yeah. is a massive failure if you're the Dodgers and you don't land Shohei Otani. Correct. Yeah, you can sign Yamamoto and say, well, we really needed pitching. This is probably better for us. They will spin it. They will make it sound like this is what they wanted to do all along, whatever they end up doing. But it, they will be lying. They wanted Shohei Otani. Dave Roberts said it. Top priority. He's the only one who said it. He said he is our top priority this offseason. Even when he was told not to say it, it was so true he had to say it. So if they don't land him, it's egg on the face. It's a repudiation of the organization. It's a repudiation of the city. The one that Shohei knows the best. The one that presumably he's most comfortable in, he's lived in. I don't know what part of L.A. he lives in. Does he live in Anaheim? Does he live in... Where does he live? Orange County? Does he live in L.A.? I don't don't even know. Jerry Harrison was talking about his beach house, and I can't remember where he said it was. Um, Probably on the beach somewhere. Newport would be my guess. No, it wasn't Newport. No? I can't remember. Manhattan Beach? No, it wasn't Manhattan Beach. Huntington Beach? No. Can I just want me to keep naming Orange County beaches? This is a fun game for our audience. (laughs) (laughs) Laguna Niguel? No. That's not what I saw. Ocean Beach. (laughs) Redondo Beach. Beach. Pacific Uh, Beach. Malibu? Nope. (laughs) Starts with Santa a, Monica. Starts with a V, maybe? Uh, well, he lives up way up in Ventura. Ventura <laughs> Beach. No. <laughs> Can't remember. See if anybody in the chat knows. It's an ocean side. I have no idea where he lives. He lives in <laughs> he lives in Murrieta, Coronado. <laughs> you can actually cut over to Anaheim living from the Inland Empire. Maybe it's not Venice. Corona, perhaps. It's not Venice. Out in Norco, maybe is where Shohei Otani lives. I don't, I don't know, but he's, he knows L.A. Yeah, he knows L.A. And if he doesn't sign there, it's because he doesn't like it, right? He doesn't like it in L.A. He can sign in L.A., not be with the Angels, be with the Dodgers, trust that they're going to spend what it takes and you know, consistently put a, a winning product on the field. And if he doesn't want that, then we know he doesn't like L.A. He's, that's why he's not signing there. Yeah. You can say he's not signing with the Angels because, well, he just doesn't trust that they know sure. what they're doing and he wants to win. But you can't say that with the Dodgers. You can't. You cannot say that. You can simply say he doesn't want to be in L.A. anymore if he doesn't the, sign with the It Dodgers. would be so elite if he signs with the Blue Jays. I just, you know, the way this offseason's gone so far. Maybe um, he doesn't like America. Yeah, maybe he wants to live in Canada. Like um, that uh, news anchor said. I Canada's just, just better, apparently. The way that things have gone this uh, offseason, I'm just bracing myself for the inevitable. That's gonna, It's going to suck rooting against that guy because I really like him. And don't yeah. listen to this asshat from Los Angeles who doesn't right. know what he's talking about. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. You did very well Jr. with that. We don't need to go asshats. By the way, isn't Jerry Hairston Jr. like Tony Gwynn Jr.'s like best friend? Yeah, they're tight. Right? They're super tight, yeah. <laughs> super tight. So we are still uh, we're still waiting and seeing, but nothing uh, nothing has been reported. No, it's happening tweets out there involving Shohei Otani. Yet, but the rumor is that something could come down later today, which would then shape point, what the rest of the offseason looks like. I know all signs are pointing to Otani wants to kind of get this done and, and out of the way, and that's totally fine if that's what works for him. Can you imagine if spring training games started and Otani hasn't signed yet? Like, will Ken Rosenthal in- no, implode? He's, he's going to explode. Yeah, the bow tie just spinning around as steam comes out of his ears. <laughs> Well, you know, Shohei Otani is under no obligation to sign now. No. 
you know, I now if it was me, I'd probably want to get it over with and just make the decision. I, I don't know that he's, I don't know that he's getting more money by waiting. No. But I also don't think, and no one's saying, hey, we need to. Here's the deadline. Say yes or no. The offer is only good for another two days, and then we're pulling it. They're not. It's Shohei. He can wait as long as he wants. But I, if I'm him, I want to start getting acclimated, comfortable, finding where I'm going to live. I don't want to put that off till the last second. You you know what you want at some. At some point, he's going to come to the decision, and he's going to announce it. It, it doesn't, make any, it doesn't make any sense to wait until January or February no, to say it now. It is wild, though, to wake up to the decision is now imminent. You know, that, I, I, that's He's really the only one I'm seeing reporting on that, too. So, but, again, it, but it's weird. If, if Shohei Otani is so secretive, where is that news coming does, from? Where does that come from? I mean, if, he, if he's made the decision, then someone with that team then knows the decision, and... Uh, We'll maybe just let the tiniest bit like slip, the old sly wink, wink, nod, nod. Is that Mar- what that's Mar- coming Mar- from? tweeted out the friggin' maple leaf. That's a pretty big yeah. deal. You know, that's a pretty big deal. So, uh, but I, you know, listen. If you're a Dodger fan, I think you're in good shape. I mean, you don't you don't tweet out the Canadian flag emoji, yeah, unless you're pretty damn confident. I mean, did, here's the thing though. What's the repercussion, Paulie? Have any of these wrong? guys, have any no, these guys no, lost their jobs? No, no, no. Does anybody? I mean, people still, especially for just a. Tweet like that. Yeah. You didn't even you didn't even say anything people specifically. Will be, he'll be no longer welcomed in Toronto. Right. I mean, people still bring up the Ken Rosenthal Max Scherzer thing. I mean, you get dragged, but you get dragged. I get dragged all the time. Arson Judge. Yeah, Arson Judge still gets you know that that bit gets dragged. But like, what 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 are the real repercussions of being wrong? Really, there's not. There's really there's really none for these guys. You lose a little credibility, but how much did you have in the first place? So. um I, I just. But what are the? Is there any really rewards for being first and right? That's the other also, thing. It's not like you get a bonus. <laughs> it's ego. I mean, eventually, if you're always first and right, if you're if you're Woj, if you're passing, and you've got that much credibility, sure, it's good for your career. Probably better in your contract negotiations when you're the top dog and you get the the most scoops and you're the most accurate. But for one guy getting one scoop one day. No, and even Passon credited uh, Morosi, who was on the Soto thing the other day. You know, so it, it's just it's the nature of the business. It's not always my favorite part um, of it, and and but you know, we 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 roll, we 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 get through it. And um, again, I, I hope it comes down. I hope it comes down the next hour and a half. That'd be a lot of fun to talk about where he's going. Morosi, uh, he just tweeted on Shohei Otani. Remember that the physical exam will be extensive for a record-setting contract. Here's the backpedal. Here's the backpedal. <laughs> uh, even if Otani makes his choice in the next 24 hours, as expected, the agreement may not be finalized for several days uh, due to the medical review process. Can you imagine if this is a Carlos Correa situation? And he like, they, all right, he's going to Toronto. Hold, wait, Never hold mind. on. Medicals. Yeah, medicals are not looking good. And, then, and he ends up back in the Angels on like a one-year deal. <laughs> yeah. The Correa <laughs> thing was, remains one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Three teams. Three teams. That dude was it. Mets, Giants. It was Giants, Mets. There was like the back to the twins. Back to the, the twins. two hours on Wednesday where we thought, could this, could this Soto fall trade through? fall through? Yeah, and it was you. So many people had reported it. It was done. You were waiting on the passing bomb, but there was that little glimpse where you're like, 
Maybe. And I started thinking, I'm like, you go back to the Scherzer thing, the arson judge, Carlos Correa. There's been a lot of weird stuff happening in baseball media over the last couple of years when it comes to transactions, whether it's trades or free agent signings. It's all been in the last couple of years. It's been so strange. I'm like... At this point, nothing would really surprise me. Yeah, pretty interesting stuff. Today is the anniversary of his uh, decision to go to the Angels. So pretty odd. Six years later, I think. If you uh, if you get the news tonight between 6 and 7, you may hear it during the Boomer and Valenti show here on 97.3 <laughs> The Fan. Each Friday night at 6 o'clock, do all their picks, uh, breaking down the entire slate of NFL games right here and on the Odyssey app. It is brought to you nationally by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos brought to you by those who drink it and by Lowe's. Lowe's knows home improvement. Uh, Craig Elston may have some thoughts on this subject. He will join us next. Our weekly Crossing Streams segment always gives us some great television recommendations as well. That is coming up next on Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Don't forget, uh, last chance this week to stay tuned and listen to see if your name gets called at 9.15 a.m. in our biggest fan contest. Your chance to win a night in our Odyssey suite next season with friends, family, and 97.3 The Fans hosts. The biggest fan contest is presented by the San Diego Seals. Tickets are on sale now at sealslax.com. Craig Elston is standing by. It's a Crossing Streams Friday. He will join us right after this check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. I'll start by uh, congratulating Craig and the Sockers on a season-opening victory over Tacoma last week. 11 goals. Very impressive performance as we welcome Craig for his weekly visit here on Ben and Woods. Good morning, Craig. Good morning, fellas. Uh, great to see all of you. Excited also for Seals uh, coming up. I know uh, Coach Merrill coming up at the top of the hour. So Arena Sports starting to go strong uh, at Pechanga Arena. Should be a fun one. Soccer's, by the way, play tomorrow night uh, up in Tacoma. So you know, go to the Seals match and then find out what happened afterward uh, on Twitch. But back at home next Sunday, the 17th, also been uh, 
Shout out to Christina Perez, San Diego Wave FC. She uh, sent me a text. I rarely do requests, but I think she wanted to prove how influential and important she is in my life. The master of the match day for San Diego Wave FC, the person who makes the presentation so smooth. So shout out, Christina. This is the first time we've talked to you, Craig, in the PSE, the Post Soto Era. And uh, wanted to get, get <laughs> wanted to get your your thoughts. It was it, I, I imagine you're probably like us. It, like we knew it was coming. When the tweet comes out, it still makes you go, you know, you tense up a little bit and go. And then you you go through the the five stages of anger, and then you get to acceptance and say, all right, let's ride with uh, these new arms that we may have in the rotation in the bullpen. Absolutely, and. You know, we we did a, a Padres hot tub. You know, like twenty minutes after the trade was officially announced, with, with all of our listeners and and uh, my co-hosts, Rafi and Chris were were you know like resigned or upset. Chris was mad. I wasn't mad. I was relieved. Like, uh, tell me the rules of the game and I'll play. The 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 Padres weren't going to be able to, to do anything keeping Juan Soto other than trade more guys and, and try and rearrange the deck chairs. And I don't think a a Darvish, Musgrove, Waldron, Avila, Groom rotation had any chance to put up a winning record this year, Zero. no matter how great Juan Soto played in his contract season. I think Juan Soto is a great player. Obviously, it was a gigantic swing for the Padres to get Juan Soto. And 2023 was the most disappointing year in Padres history. I, I started the season calling it the most consequential and then it seemed like nothing was going to happen, and a whole lot happened as a result of 2023 and of not making the playoffs. You know, I, I've even got further thoughts on this, guys, but I, I kind of feel this was a check-come-due moment. You know, this club traded a lot of prospects the past four years to bring in frontline players whose contracts expired, and they didn't have that next wave ready to come up and supplement. It's a year behind. And I think the check came due a year earlier than A.J. Preller wanted, on his farm system. He was hoping it would get up here in time. And instead, this was the move that had to be made to get to a point where now we can have a fun club again this year with a chance to make some moves in the coming weeks. I will go a step further. Woods called it the post-Soto era. I don't think there was a Soto era yeah, true. of Padres baseball. I think Juan Soto was a phase of a larger era, which brings me to a, a story we talked about yesterday, Craig, that uh, Tom Verducci wrote in Sports Illustrated. Pretty much saying it's over. Well, the Padres were trying That's to be competitive, it. and now it is over. Those cute little Padres. That fun little run. And I really disagreed with that very strongly, that take, that that somehow this is a pivotal moment in Padres history, the trading of Juan Soto. Certainly, anytime you trade a big player, it's a big moment. But I don't, I don't see this as a changing of directions. How, how much do you see it as a changing of directions for the Padres, if at all? This is how I see it. I used a basketball analogy because I figure AJ's good with these. He was double teamed and trapped in the corner with his situation. He, he was facing a double team trap in the corner. He had nowhere to go. He shoots and usually now, when that's the he, case, but though, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, now he's at the top of the key. You know, now he's at the top of the key. He can go left. He can go right. He can pull up. He can drive to the hoop. He's got optionality again for this club. I thought it was a ridiculous, lazy, national, I got to write something. Yeah. Editor told me to write something type story from a, a very respected and respectable writer in Tom Verducci because it's nonsense. 
quite frankly, to say that, the you know, well, the window's over. That, that's it. Now, if the Padres had held on to Juan Soto, not improved their team because they were up against a number wall, had a bad year, traded him in the middle of the year, turned 2024 into a, you know, kind of a dumpster. Well, that would feel like the end of something, wouldn't it? Or let him go at the end of the season, nothing to replace him with. I really push back against the folks who were like, well, this was a salary dump. And my buddy Joe Sheehan said it. AC essentially wrote the same thing this morning. And I'm putting it on the Padres right now. This better not be a salary dump. No kidding. We have we have heard on your station from the CEO, $200 million. We, we've heard top 10 payroll. And the Padres, if they utilize the 30 plus million dollars of wiggle room that they just created themselves with this trade combined with four pitchers they just added and a good by the way a pretty dang good backup catcher that solves that situation boom done i feel like they're in a great position to make this team more flexible lighter and better i I agree i agree with you actually craig but it, it almost lets aj perler off the hook too much to call it a salary dump to blame, a lowering of payroll, and say, oh, well, Peter Seidler's passing, whatever. No, this was because A.J. didn't do his job well enough for too many years and put himself, as you said, in the bad position in the double team, and he had to do some you know, escape artist work to get out of it by trading Juan Soto, and he did, and he did a pretty good job as far as I could see, but he got into this position because he didn't do his job well enough the last three or four years. I couldn't agree with you more. To to flesh out the analogy, he over-dribbled himself into the corner, okay? So he put himself in that corner. Uh, however, I mean, we can look at the contracts, right? And And I think if you agree that if you don't sign Bogarts and you don't give Manny the preemptive extension, well, now you have the optionality to do anything you want, right? You could have gone out, you could have made Shohei the number one priority. You could have made Yamamoto the number one priority. You, uh, anything, Soto, you could have made Soto the number one priority, anything you wanted to do. But the team made those decisions. But I go back further. I go back to 2020 and being 35 games into a 60-game season, and deciding to trade 10 minor leaguers that were on the cusp of the bigs for a catcher that didn't work out, Nola, and a pitcher that didn't work out, Clevenger. And I think that that deadline is honestly, you know, they always talk about the decision tree. Yeah. Because trees have branches, but they also have roots. And I see the roots of the Soto trade all the way back to the deadline in 2020. And you can go, oh, you know, well, Kyle Quantrill and this and that, you know, the those were the big league ready players that were the depth line for San Diego. And then, of course, the next group in 2021 moved out. And, and the Musgrove trade was great. The Darvish trade was great. There was a lot of great Don't trades. Don't forget about the Clevenger it, trade at the same time that didn't work out either. You, said oh, you did say that. That's what I'm out. saying. Okay. Nola and Sorry, Clevenger, Craig. those two deals, 10 players out for two bad players in and a couple relievers that stuck around for a couple weeks. That's what started the, that's what put us behind. You know, there's now there's no depth here. And then for the last two years, we've been talking about, well, look at all this money, but oh my gosh, when two guys get hurt, the next guy at AAA is who, right? So I really think AJ was hoping he'd have that depth back up at this point. Now they can see it. It's a year away. Now it looks good. Yeah, it looks really good. Thorpe and Mazer and Lesko and like we've got a group coming 
again, this is exciting, but now the check came due on adding that layer of depth, the King Brito Vasquez. And that's what trading Soto allows them to do. Really well said, Craig. And uh, I know there's probably a couple of other guys feeling pretty uneasy right now, hearing their name mentioned. And, and you know, it, when you're a San Diego Padre, I would normally I would say, well, if you're signed to a long term deal, you're in good shape. Manny Xander probably chilling, thinking they're going to be in in Padres uniform next year. Jake Cronenworth just got re up to a a bigger deal, and now his name is on the uh, the market. Craig, what are your thoughts on? And, and I know how you feel about his production wise. Um, I know how you feel about him as a person. Who's taking him, and for what? And what are you going to have to pay? And what are you going to have to attach? Is that is that a savvy move to dump that contract right now? Well, on a theoretical level, it is because it was a really unsmart decision for the club to make to kind of lock themselves into a corner. And again, talking about being you know put into the corner, uh, Jake Cronenworth was put into the corner, literally first base corner position. Yes, uh, he he's a second baseman. Uh, he's a good one. But when you signed Bogarts and you have Kim. Cronenworth goes over to first. Now he's a misfit. Now he's trying to hold all the time. He turned himself into a three true outcome player, striking out all the time with runners in scoring position, trying to hit homers, you know, kind of turned it around a little at the end of the year. Then he got hurt. And by the way, the team played a lot better when they put Garrett Cooper in at first base on a regular basis. Trading Cronenworth is something they should have done last year. That would have been the proactive thing this time last winter around a Bogart signing would have been a Cronenworth trade when his he had a much higher value, and he had the ability for the other team to say, okay, controllable, two more years, et cetera. Now with the deal, the deal is still not a terrible deal, but you got to find the right fit. I don't think you have to attach a real prospect to Jake Cronenworth to get somebody to take him. But all of a sudden, guys, Soto out, Grisham out, Cronenworth out. This entire team's right-handed. Right-handed, man. Right-handed heavy. We talked about it yesterday for 30 minutes. I mean... Unless Tom Cosgrove can swing it from the left side, you're pre- that's it, and you don't have you don't have <laughs> arms that are lefties either. So we need some, we need some southpaws in here ASAP. Yeah, and it, in a way that again limits. I heard you guys when I was dropping the kid off at school, going, "Well, who's on the free agent market?" Like, well, JD Martinez sounds like a pretty good right-handed. DH, you know, but right-handed, right-handed, you know, Solaire, right-handed, right-handed, Benfro, right-handed. right-handed. They almost have to get John Holy They have to get John Holy. You damn near probably have to bring back Jerson Profar at this point. I mean, seriously, like left-handed hitters are at a premium. We don't have any, you know, and Matt Carpenter is not one you're going to want to roll out there every day again. You just don't. Yeah, agreed. Roddy Telez. Is a guy that's a lefty. Yeah. Resign Cooper. You know, little little bit lefty. Righty. Righty. I mean, that's another righty. Yeah. Righty, righty, righty. righty. (laughs) It's nuts, dude. It is nuts. Which is why I really thought I really thought Verdugo would be coming back here in the in the Soto deal. I I was like, I'd bet I'd bet a good amount of money Verdugo is going to be our starting left fielder next year. No, they're keeping him. Now I'm sure a deal could be worked out for an Alex Verdugo with Brian Cashman. Not that I would want him, but you know, lefties are going to be at a premium, Craig. Uh, recommendation. We got like three minutes left, so let's get to our crossing streams pick of the week with Craig Elston. All right, guys. Uh, it was what a couple of years ago that the biggest show, biggest sensation in streaming was Squid Game, uh, South Korean drama that that appeared on Netflix and uh, really broke a ton of barriers in terms of its uh, ingenious. 
plot, you know, the unique deadly games played within the show and the fact that uh, a show from Korea in Korean with subtitles could become the most popular thing uh, in the United States. Well, boy, did it ever. And Squid Game 2 dramatically is on the way, but Netflix didn't want to wait that long uh, and created and are now unveiling and all episode, all 10 episodes available, a reality competition that is Squid Game minus the death. <laughs> and that's do they get close the to the death? They do. They, they do. So the I, yeah, I've watched the first couple of episodes, and I didn't even watch Squid Game. See, I watched the show and I loved it. I haven't seen the new game show. Yet. I can I can say, and Craig, you can agree with me. I've never seen more stressed contestants of any show, any <laughs> game show in the history of game shows, than the people that they have gotten onto this show. They are like panicking at every moment uh, of this show. And it has all of the dread and kind of deadly feel of Squid Game. The difference is instead of getting a, a gunshot to the head when you fail a game, they put a they shoot you with the name packet. And it's like a paintball, but it just like <laughs> and explodes and you're dead. <laughs> exactly. Ben and Wood yeah, Squid like Game <laughs> sounds like a good bit idea. <laughs> I like that. So I mean, it it's. It's Squid Game. So it started with red light, green light, you know, and, and 456 contestants. And each contestant that's eliminated puts $10,000 into a giant piggy bank that's above this antiseptic dormitory where the 456 players compete. After the first contest, over half of them are eliminated. And it's going to get down to one person winning $4.56 million now in squid game it's supposed to leave a trail of 455 dead bodies in the wake instead it's just eliminated reality contestants and i'd say the weakness of the show is that you can't meet 456 reality contestants on a 10 episode show so uh there's a whole lot especially in the first half of the season of anonymous person gets eliminated and you, you don't really have much of a feeling of, about it but they do a good job of developing some characters along the way i'm on episode nine right now when we're down to the final nine and it, you know, it's getting pretty damn intense. So uh, if you enjoyed anything about Squid Game or if you enjoy reality competition and the idea of 456 people competing for $4.56 million, uh, always under the threat of death, uh, Squid Game, the challenge is for you. Watch it on Netflix. Thank you, Craig. Appreciate Thanks, it. Brother. Have Appreciate a good weekend. You. All right. Take care, boys. There he goes, Craig. Uh, else today, I did watch the first couple of episodes. I mean, these people are biting their nails and just like wringing their hands, and they are terrified of being eliminated at any second that they could be uh, just out of this contest for four point five six million dollars. That's a lot of dough. Is Hope there any that this weekend? Is there anything yeah. we can take and do to you, like Ben and like Woods the co- like the games. cookie challenge? What is that? Uh, it's it's we have to like lick this cookie <gasps> and. Keep licking it and soften it, and and if you break it, you're dead. All right, deal. Well, done. I, yeah, Christmas show. We'll have to figure it out. Oh, how it thank works. God. They keep keep them coming. Yeah, guys. Yeah, it's, it's Squid Games. The it's cookie lick. Yeah, gnarly. Yes. All right, we will come back. Uh, we've got Patrick Merrill, head coach of the Seals, joining us as they get ready to start another season. Rindle Report. Final hour of Ben Woods next on the Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 